Hi, it's the 11th of April and it is five minutes to the 11th hour. Um, I can't be fucking bothered. I have to admit, I nearly didn't do the podcast today. And to be fair, it is already late. It normally comes out at like half seven every Tuesday. But it's now um, 17 and a nearly 18 hours late, I think. Um, I'm not feeling very good at maths right now. Mm. Nearly 17 hours? I think it's nearly 17 hours late. I don't know. Who cares? You didn't come here for the maths. 17 or 18 hours. I don't fucking care. Um, yeah, I nearly haven't done the podcast because, um, I've been busy. I was busy over the Easter weekend. Um, I have like weird work related stuff to do next weekend, which means that, um, basically lose all of Sunday, um, which sort of sucks now, thinking about, um, and, um, so, uh, the Easter weekend that we've just had, the Friday and the Monday off, I was out Thursday through Sunday. Yesterday being Monday, I was feeling very sorry for myself. I was never going to record a podcast. Um, And to be honest, I'm now just really tired and I wish I could go to bed right now, but instead um, I am choosing to give you the goods or in this case, the not so goods. Um, I ate like a bit of a cunt over the past four days. Um, I'm still sort of, I'm weaning myself off it in that, um, I had a latte instead of a flat white today. I also had a sweet treat from Costa. I had a sugar in my coffee. There's just little elements of being naughty that are in play there. Um, And so, yeah. Um, I think that I'm just a bit run down. and that's just not conducive to good podcasting. I did I did my squats today though. And my and my deadlifts. So I feel like I've been a slightly good boy. 
<sighs> Sorry, that's a legit yawn. I think the thing is, is if if I don't do the podcast today, or rather, if I don't do it right now, I just don't know when you're getting it because I'm working tomorrow, and don't really think I'm ever going to do the podcast in the morning and then I'm busy tomorrow afternoon, evening I think if I'd got a Stella Unfiltered over there, oh I do oh my god, I've got three I've got three big bottles of Stella Unfiltered that's my favourite lager beer could have one I'm not gonna know um I'm not that cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. My mum's away at the moment, so that's a bit of a an update for you there. Um, the the independence of it all is a little bit. Um, well, I don't mind, but I have I have forgotten um, about a couple of things, like the washing that I've left on the line for for fucking three days now, and it is legitimately like incredibly strong gale force winds, and um, so I suspect that what is out on the washing line right now it's gale force winds and and driving rain and um they've been washed twice now first time i did it i washed them put them in the washing machine and then left them in there for too long so they smelt like damp and then the second time I put them in the washing machine, I put them outside on the washing line and um, it rained on them, but it was okay. And I probably should have brought it in and I mean, washed it again, but it was okay. Now what's happened is it's day three of them having been washed and it's now borderline like deathly conditions out there for a small mammal I would say it's okay for us I would say I wouldn't want to be like a a thrush Um, I was about to ask a stupid question there are birds mammals are birds birds or are they mammals are they separate or are all birds part of mammals I don't think they are. They're warm-blooded, but warm-blooded doesn't mean you're a mammal, right? Hmm. No, birds hatch from eggs, and mammals don't. Hmm. I fucking hell! I'm so stupid. <laughs> but basically, I think if you're a small bird, you're in big trouble. If you're a vole, I wouldn't want to be a vole in this weather either. 
and I certainly, want, certainly wouldn't want to be three-day-old washed sheets which were put in the wash in the first place because the cat took a shit on them. Didn't necessarily take a shit on them, but like she had gone for a shit and somehow got shit all on her tail and then went to bed on my bed with her shitty tail and therefore kind of got... There was no visible shit on my bed, I should add, but it still felt like a violation. Um, So I am disappointed in that. Um, from the cat. Um, but yeah, what the fuck do I talk about? Um, I might have to throw in a bibbity bobbity, potentially, uh, and come back to you with some newfound vigor. It doesn't know. There won't be newfound vigor, but there will be a topic. Might have to just do a tier list. I'll do one of them. Hello, I'm back. Um, oh, fuck. Sorry, I haven't even done a bibbidi-bobbidi, have I? I've just paused it. I'm a little bit out of the game. I heard a funny joke, though, before. <clears throat> and it said, uh, Why does Dr. Pepper come in a bottle? I don't know. Because his wife died. Anyway, I'm going to do a tier list of English or British chocolate and sweets. So, you're going to listen to it. The first option I have here is Aero. Again, if you're not familiar... It goes from S, meaning superior, A, B, C, D, E, and F. F being the worst, meaning fucked. So, Aero. I can't honestly say I'm that impressed by the textural complexities there um, of the pockets of bubbles. Um... What I'm going to do is encapsulate Aero as one, but I am taking into consideration the flavours that are available to me. And so I'm going to pop Aero in as a B-class chocolate. It is Nestle, I believe. And Nestle isn't really my favourite, but I think I like the minty one. Next up, we have After Eight. Now, After Eight is something that when I was a kid, I used to be a bit mad for. I don't quite understand that. And I'm not really in the same um, headspace anymore. So I think I'm going to have to give After Eights a D because they're not substantive enough. They're not big enough. The flavor's a bit intense. Um, Yeah. Not really my favourite, it has to be said. Um, We now have Boost Bar, and Boost Bar is a superior um, bar of chocolate. It is definitely, if not the best, it's one of the best. And a fun bit of trivia um, from from Bob Mortimer's um, autobiography 
is that Bob Mortimer and Vic Reeves, I believe, were part of the launch campaign for the Boost Bar. And I just thought to myself that that would be a real crowning achievement, I think, for my career if I could say I was part of the 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 launch um, of perhaps one of the most beloved uh, chocolate bars in 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 the UK. Um, and if it's, I, I believe that like. 33% of my audience is apparently American. I'm skeptical of it, but if you are in fact American and you listen to this podcast and you don't know what a boost bar is, you should honestly get one and try it. And if you do do that and you are American, let me know what you think because truly in my mind it's one of the most superior of chocolate bars. Next up, we have Bounty. Now, Bounty is a big pile of doo-doo for me, um, and I'm putting it in the F category, because (sighs) coconut can sort of just go fuck itself, is my general position. Um, I might be be a little um, immature when I put it like that, but... God, I'm tired. But bounties are just, yeah, coconut and chocolate. I just don't really, I I feel like it's just not, it's just trying to be smart. It's trying to be cool. And it's not. It's stupid. Uh, Next up we have Cadbury's Bourneville. And I'm going to chuck that in as an E-class. No. A D-class chocolate. Because I don't mind it. I will eat it. But I'm never, ever going to get it out of choice. I feel like Bourneville is probably um, best used for like a brownie. Or millionaire shortbread, or something like that. I feel like it's best used in baking and not for eating. Um, it's a strong old dark chocolate, and I just think it's not very. It, it, it's not creative enough. It's not. It, it, it's not got the pizzazz that I'm looking for. The vavavoom, the Thierry Henry element. It's not there. Um, and for that reason, it's a D-class chocolate bar. And yes, coconut and bounties can go fuck themselves, just to be very clear. We've got Dairy Milk Giant Buttons. I'm going to put them in as a as an A-class chocolate. I would say that the Giant Button is perhaps the um, optimum mode of chocolate delivery. Um, it is maybe the best chocolate delivery system out there, the giant button. Um, it. I don't. I don't really feel like I need to explain any further than that. It is just. It's a perfect size. Dairy milk in itself is a 
world class. Um, is a world class chocolate. Um, and in the right delivery method, um, i.e. the giant button, it's right up there and it's an A-class chocolate. Next we have the Dairy Milk Oreo. I'm going to drop that in as a B because Dairy Milk Oreo, I like Dairy Milk, but Oreo is a bit silly for my liking. I think I've explained before that things can get a bit silly um, and therefore I have to kind of I have to sort of kick them out um, of, of my faves here and there. Now, the next one on this list is something I can't really, I don't really know what its name is, but I can describe them. They're the old matchboxes that you used to get that would come with like little sticks that you'd pretend were cigarettes, but they weren't. They were just like little chewy sugar things. Well, they're in the list. And I think for pure nostalgia, I'd drop them in as a C-class. But I would never have them now. And I feel like it's kind of gross. But it's cool that you used to get Batman ones. And it's also cool that you could pretend to smoke while being healthy. Well, not healthy, but not being quite so unhealthy. Because ultimately... My position, and not the general position of the podcast, but just my personal opinion is, smoking's kind of cool. But it, it ruins your life, so you sort of shouldn't do it. I think I'm looking forward to taking up smoking when I'm about 45. Um, so there is that. Um, but for now, I'm going to have to be good. And also for now is Terry's Chocolate Orange, which is going in as an S-class chocolate. The Terry's Chocolate Orange. Um, it's iconic. The segments of orange are a magnificent chocolate delivery system. And the flavor is strong, but not overpowering. Um, it's a triumph honestly, in my mind, the Terry's Chocolate Orange, S-Class. We've got a Crunchy. A crunchy for me is a B-Class chocolate. I like I like the honeycomb. Um, but there's probably not enough chocolate in it for my liking. And that's what makes it a, um, a B-Class chocolate. Right, now we are getting into some mad ones. Double Decker. Double Decker is an A-class chocolate for me. I'm a big fan of it. And I understand some people aren't aren't quite big fans of, of the Double Decker. I say I understand. I really don't. I, I think it's a magnificent chocolate bar. Again, it feels like it's probably sort of of the time of the boost bar, but I might be wrong. Um, but the nougat in there, it's special. The little bits, they're also special. It's a great chocolate bar. Um, now, next up, we got a bit of a double whammy. 
we've got the drumstick, which I'm dropping in as a B-class sweet or type of confectionery. And then we've got the drumstick squashies, which are an S-class piece of item of confectionery. The drumstick squashy, if you have never tried them, is again a triumph. It is um, that they, they are just perfect and they are perhaps the only sweet that I can have. I'm pretty good with chocolate, but I, I'm, I'm not much of a sweet binger, but I can eat a whole bag of drumstick squashies without a single issue and really without any thought. Like I can eat a whole bag without intending to do it, but I just end up with you know, a bag with three or four left and you might as well finish them. That's sort of how it all, that's how that unfolds um, for me sometimes. And yes, they make you feel terrible. Yes, they must just be filled to the brim with some of the worst imaginable nasties. And yet I keep coming back for more drumstick squashies S class item of confectionery. All right, we're moving on. Um, fruit pastels, quick shout for fruit pastels. I'm gonna put them in as a C class. They're quite nice. Again, I'm a bit nostalgic for them. So I'd have them. Frutella, by the way, though. Frutella will go in as a B-class item of confectionery. Frutella, underrated. Do you know why? Because they did what I wish every every sweet seller did, and they and they just made a you know a pack of just my favourite flavour. And I think that's why I like squashies so much because they just they just have your favourite flavour, and you just thump a whole bag of them. Okay, we've got Galaxy. Ooh. I'm going to have a Galaxy in as a B-class. It's not my favourite type, but I do respect the fact that Galaxy is a very... Texturally, I think it might be the best chocolate. Which I think is a big statement, but I think it is the best texture but not the best flavour. Um, but, you know, I've got a second line here on the B tab of Drumstick, Frutella and Galaxy, and I'm thinking, well, that's a strong, strong line. Okay, now, we're in the Harry Bow section. Tangfastics, and this is going to be a controversial pick, Tangfastics. People, people might hate this, and I know that they're beloved. I'm having Tangfastics as a C-class. I'm not very good with sour things. Tangy, tart, no. If I'm having sweets, I don't need them to be tangy. I need them to be lovely. And speaking of lovely and speaking of Haribo, I'm going to have Star Mix. And I'm going to whack them in to the B class B 
because they're very good. And I'm going to pop them in there with... Mm, no, I'm not. I'm going to put Super Mix in C as well. But I think Harry Bow in general, they've got a strong grip on the game of conf of sort of sweet um sort of sweet combination bags i think that's a fair position to take we're going to wrap up soon here because i'm going to die um and i think what i'm going to have is i'm going to throw in the lint lindors as a superior s class chocolate and i really don't think that requires any um any explanation honestly um they are indulgent they are luxurious and i think you know you you, you sometimes just need to get over yourself you know and 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 accept that sometimes you know yes of course it's 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 a tory it's a tory type chocolate but Sometimes you just need to you just need to eat like a Tory. Um, next in line, I'm gonna have crunchy. No, not crunchy. I'm gonna have a Kit Kat chunky, and I'm gonna lob it in as a B class chocolate bar. Kit Kat chunky peanut butter. Maybe that's an A class, but Kit Kat chunky as a general concept, I'm gonna have it as a strong B class. Um, bit like an aero really in that it's maybe some of its variants a bit stronger than that but um i think you know as a general position i'm gonna have that in there and i'm gonna put a line bar in in the a class and i don't think there's any argument whatsoever i i only really had my first line bar i think last year or this year it's a very recent thing for me um and yeah pleased pleased with with the outcome and i really like them so a line bar is a strong strong candidate for just the a class um and i think i'm gonna throw in milky bar i'm gonna have a milky bar as an a class chocolate bar I'm not much of a white chocolate guy, but a milky bar, they're brilliant. They're nice and thin. I think it's a perfect texture as well. And the flavor is, it is sweet, but it's giving you everything you need. And I'm really, I'm again, I'm really into the idea of a milky bar right now. So I think that's me. I think I'm quite happy with where I'm at in, in the general sense. So I'll run through the tier list and then I'll go to bed and die. So in the superior class, the top tier of chocolate and sweets, I've got Boost Bar, I've got the Terry's Chocolate Orange, I've got the Drumstick Squashies, I've got the Lint Lindors. Then in the A class, I've got the Dairy Milk Giant Buttons, I've got Cadbury's Double Decker, I've got the Lion Bar, and I've got a Milky Bar. In the B class, which is stacked and strong, I've got Aero, I've got Dairy Milk Oreo, 
which I think are fucked up. And in reality, I think it's just dairy milk, which actually goes in as an A-class candidate. So I'm going to go dairy milk in A-class and I'm going to change the B-class ever so slightly. So it's now Aero, Crunchy, Drumstick, Frutella, Galaxy and Harry Bow Star Mix, as well as finally to round off that roster, Stronghold roster in the B-class, just the foundational um, chocolate bars of your youth. It's a Kit Kat Chunky. And then in the C-class, feels pretty nostalgic to me with some wildcard picks. You've got those weird cigarette sugar stick things, and then you've got fruit pastels. You've got the Haribo Supermix and the Haribo Tang Fastix. Again, I know that's a difficult one for some people to take, but you must just respect that this is my opinion, um, even though I am right. Um, then in the D class, we have After Rates and Bourneville for old nerds. And then in the F class, where it rightly belongs, we have the Bounty. Stinking coconut wank. Um, and at that, we're 29 minutes in, we have a podcast. It's time for fucking bed, isn't it? Um, thanks for persevering. I appreciate you. I do. Um, I might come back with a bonus soon because my performance this week it's not been good enough. I can't be I can't be delivering the podcast late, and then being tired doesn't feel fair. So we'll see what I can do. But in the meantime, be kind to yourself this week and be kind to other people. Thanks again for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your mum. Please follow. Goodbye.